This episode of Bring Your Kid to Work is brought to you by Lioness Media. It's time to bring your kid to work. Hey everyone, it's time to bring your kid to work. It's the family podcast that explores the world of work through the eyes of parents and their kids. Each week, we interview one parent and their child to chat about what they do for work, what they like, what they don't like, and how they got there in the first place. Let's find out who we're talking to today. Our two fantastic guests today are Rebecca O'Callaghan and her daughter, Miller. Rebecca is a dedicated public servant. A social worker by qualification, Rebecca spent 15 years in Queensland's Child Protection Agency working to keep kids safe. She's now working for a different department in the Queensland Government in Youth Justice as Manager, Court and Regional Operations Practice Support, which is a fancy title that means she supports the wonderful people who help kids if they're interacting with the legal system. Her daughter Miller has lots of ideas about the kind of job she'd like to have in the future. Like her mum, they're jobs that require a lot of heart and a huge capacity for caring. I loved hearing how these two care for their fellow humans and for each other. I know you're going to love this conversation as much as I did. So let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to Bring Your Kid to Work. This episode is called The Social Worker. I am really excited to introduce these two next guests. Actually, I'll let them introduce themselves. My name's Miller. Miller, how old are you? 14. And what grade are you in school? Eight. And what do you like about grade eight? What's something good from school? I don't know. I like the social aspect of it. Yeah. I like hanging out with my friends. Mm. Not so much the work, but more the the meeting people and getting to know people. Yeah. I like that bit too. That was one of my favourite bits. Is there a subject you like or? Um, I quite like drama mm. just because I'm not sitting in a classroom moving. Mm. I loved HPE. Yeah. Um, I liked learning about like the body and stuff and yeah. I also really like moving around and being outside. Mm-hmm. Got to be active. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. And who did you bring with you today? My mum. What's your mum's name? Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca. <Hello. laughs> Hello, Rebecca O'Callaghan. Hello, how are you? <laughs> oh, good. Thank you for the introduction, Mila. It's lovely to have you guys. And Rebecca, what is it you do for a job? Or should I ask Mila? Does Mila know? Ask Mila. Okay, this is okay. I think <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. Um, it's all right. Mum can follow up with yeah. any additional information. So from what I know, what mum does for work is she works with kids that have like got in trouble with the law mm-hmm. and – she, I think she finds places for them. Quizzical looks on your face. I <laughs> yeah. love it. Yeah, I'm not 100%, but all I know is that she works like in youth justice with kids that definitely they need a helping hand. Yeah. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Rebecca, how was that? Was that pretty close? That's pretty close. Yeah. She did pretty well. How would you describe what you do? Uh, so yes, I do work in youth justice and that means that I do work with kids who do need some support and some help to get back on the right track. I would love to work directly with kids, but I don't in the job that I'm doing at the moment. So I work in a team that supports practice in youth justice across the state. So Helps all of our amazing frontline staff doing all of that important work with 
young people and their families to get them back on track. Gotcha. So what does your day look like? What do you do all day at work? Are you outside, inside, writing things? I'm inside. I'm in front of a computer a lot of the time or I'm in meetings lots of the time. <laughs> lots of meetings. Lots of meetings, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And so what does that involve? So I have a team of eight people who all have different portfolio areas and different initiatives that they lead across the state for youth justice. Lots of meetings, lots of work in front of my computer, lots of talking to people across the state around what they need to be able to do their jobs better. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what my day looks like. Yeah. I wish I was outside or doing HPE or drama, but no, (laughs) none of that for me. (laughs) And is that when you were a little kid, did you say to yourself, I want to be a social worker and help kids who have gotten in trouble with the law? No. No? I did not. What did you think you wanted to be when you were a kid? I always knew that I wanted to do something with kids. Mm-hmm. I think I wanted to be a psychologist for a while. I think I wanted to be a pediatrician. But no, I uh, didn't anticipate that I move into the youth justice space. So how did you get from wanting one of those things to being in the youth justice space? Predominantly, most of my career, I have been working in child protection. Mm -hmm. So for about 15 years before moving into youth justice, I worked in child protection. I wanted to do psychology, I think, when I finished school and then last minute changed my mind to social work. As I worked through the social work degree, just the child protection space really stood out for me. So I did that for a really long time. And then... It's a tough space in the child protection world at the moment um, in terms of the work that you do and the impact that it has on your health and your well-being and your family. So mm. I thought that I would try something new. That was maybe three or four years ago and jumped into the youth justice space, which is obviously very closely related but a different yeah. skill set. Right. Wow. So mum was thinking about psychologist, paediatrician, always something to do with kids, Miller. Yep. What do you think? Do you have any idea what you might want to do when you get big? Around the same ideas as her. I want to work with kids. Yeah. I'd love to be a teacher. Mm, you'd be great. I know. I love like, interacting with my teachers, mm. ones that I like, and I'd like to be what they are to me, kind yes. of like a role model and someone that you can just go to that's easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. So I'd really like to be a teacher or a pediatrician. Mm. I love little kids and babies. Mm-hmm. They like brighten my day that would be amazing and I think being a midwife would also be pretty cool it'd be really difficult but at the same time it'd be pretty rewarding very rewarding wow those are all really big jobs that yeah I think they all have an aspect of that caring healing looking after other yeah. people thing is that that's something that you're what really- I want to do mm-hmm. I want to look after other people yeah because that's just your heart isn't it yeah that's mm. like my number one passion Yeah, that sounds really fun. How would you go with all the blood and guts? I reckon I'd be pretty good. I've gotten quite used to it. Yeah, okay. I watched watched Scream the other day and I didn't (laughs) close my eyes once. I was very proud. I'm not sure that's a good comparison. (laughs) There was a lot of guts. So That is the thing they get when you go to medical school or to go to nursing or midwifery school. They make you watch Scream to make sure that you can go and cope with it. (laughs) Is that how yes. it works? Yeah. <laughs> That's like the screening criteria. Yeah. If you can't yeah. watch screen, you can't be a midwife. I think, though, that you 
can desensitize yourself to it. Yeah. I didn't try that for myself. <laughs> I wanted to be a pediatrician and then I cut up a bullseye and I almost fainted and I had to run out of the room and I was like, <laughs> no, not for me anymore. Yeah. yeah, next pathway. Yeah. So all those jobs sound, those caring jobs, looking after other people, yeah. they all need a university degree. Yeah. Yeah. So are you looking forward to going to university? You think, yep, that's something um, for me? If I'm completely honest, I'm a little bit nervous because I know that I won't have like as much support as I do in like high school and I did in primary school mm. to kind of help me through that. And I don't know, but for me, I really like having that support because I stress myself out. I procrastinate. I kind of self-sabotage myself a lot. So mm. having that extra support is really helpful. Yeah. But hopefully by university, I will be a lot better with managing myself in that area but there's also support at yeah. universities they just you have to go to them they don't come to you mm. yes mm. and I didn't realize that when I was going to university because I was the first person in my family to ever go to uni and so I didn't know that I could ask for help yeah I was like I'm a grown-up now I just need to do it all by myself and there were all these people who were help, happy to help and wanted to help and oh I forgot a job oh. I'm a marine biologist oh that's a left field from the other three. I know, I know, but I the animals. Yeah, I just thought about that. So, what about being a marine biologist appeals being then? Being able to travel, being on and near the water and in the water. Ah, yeah, that sounds like the most ideal job ever. Okay, maybe you could be a midwife on a cruise ship or something. Yes, <laughs> pediatrician on a cruise ship. I think that would be amazing. That sounds pretty cool. I like maybe it. I just get a degree in both. One week I'm a midwife and one week I'm a marine biologist. Yes. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of uni. (laughs) It is a lot of uni. That's a lot of classroom time. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a lot of practical stuff that we have to know. You never know. Maybe they could make the courses really short, but they like teach you a lot of information. Or they just make these machines that just whoop. It's in your brain. Oh my gosh. An in your brain machine. I know. We could you're also an inventor. Oh, my God. All these jobs. My life set. I'm going to be rich. Totally set. Totally set. Oh, my goodness. Your mum does a big job and it takes a lot to look after other people. Mm -hmm. Does she like her job? I think she does. I think sometimes it stresses her out a lot because she's constantly having to worry about other people and sometimes (laughs) she forgets to worry about herself. (laughs) That turned into a lecture real quick. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's your turn now. <laughs> but, yeah. You think so? Yeah. I think she's very good at her job as well. I reckon that would be absolutely true. Rebecca, do you like your job? I do. Yeah? Yeah. There's definitely days where, as Miller very eloquently pointed out, it is a lot. Yeah. It, it is a big, can be a big job. It is a very busy, it is very emotional. Mm. I do love it. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And so on a really good day at work, Mm -hmm. what makes it a really good day? I think the people I work with are a big factor, have a great team, great support network at work, really passionate people who really want to make a difference Mm -hmm. for young people and their families. So I think that's really important. On a good day, I've got a good balance between going to work and doing what I want to do there and feel like I'm contributing and then having time and energy and brain space to come home and be a parent as well. Some days it doesn't work out like that. But yeah, that's probably probably the biggest couple of things for me. Mm. A really good team, working with great people and feel like I'm making a difference. Yeah. And so that sounds like a good job for you. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Mila, what do you think makes a good job? I think a good job is a job that you enjoy mm. and that you feel like you're doing what your purpose is. You feel like you're doing what you need to do mm. and you don't feel like you're short of doing something you feel like you're doing exactly what you need to be doing Mm. and you go to work and you feel happy to be there and you're motivated to do the things that is actually needed for your job Mm. yeah and so what would a bad job feel like do you think I feel like a bad job you'd just be unhappy Mm. all the time and you'd always feel like you weren't doing enough or you were doing too much Mm. and you just weren't happy with the career that Mm. you've taken yeah yeah and some people feel that and feel like they get a bit stuck doing that one thing but there's lots of other people who go I'm going to completely do something different okay you well yeah that's yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) I talked to Constable Sandy from West End Mm -hmm. and she's doing early childhood education and she wants to be a teacher so good isn't it if you weren't doing this job, Rebecca, what do you, what else do you think you might be doing? <sighs> I always joke that I would like to work at Woolworths or be a florist or have a copy shop. And I think the appealing thing for me about those type of jobs is it takes the emotional element out, not coming home feeling like I'm at the end of my tank most yeah. days. I don't know. What else could I do? Stay at home mum. A stay at home mum. Oh, I don't know how that would work. I think I'd go a little bit crazy after <laughs> I think I would after do. too long. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rube. No offense. It's not personal. <laughs> <laughs> but those jobs you can go to and do and then yes. leave and not have to take it with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And you I still think- get to interact with people. You still get to brighten someone's day, but it's not that emotional at all. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. You obviously got a job as a social worker and you started in child safety and moved on to youth justice, but they weren't your first job. What was your first job? My first job was I worked in childcare. When oh, I was, didn't you work at, what was it called, like Frank's or something? Franklin's, yeah. <gasps> yes. Classic. I remember Franklin's. Franklin's. Remember Franklin's? Oh. With the plain red yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. uniform. And packing your own boxes before yes. Aldi started doing it. Yeah. Yeah. We made it cool. But I worked in childcare. I did when I was in high school, actually, in grade 11 and 12, I worked at a local childcare centre, which was excellent. And then, yes, I worked at Franklin's and was a checkout chick (laughs) with the best of them. And then through uni, I worked at a whole range of nightclubs and pubs and bars, which was amazing because I think I learned more doing those jobs in terms of how to manage conflict and how to de-escalate situations than what I ever learned at university. Yeah. So I really loved my time doing the the pub and nightclub yeah. circuit for that reason. Yeah. Well, it teaches you a lot about humans. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. What do you want to do for your first job, Mila? Um, I really want to work at Peter Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> I've already I've already put in my resume. <laughs> Just so you can wear pajamas to yeah, work. <laughs> exactly. Can you wear pajamas to work? You're allowed to wear your Peter Alexander pajamas to work. I suppose you kind of have to. Every day. That's a dream. I know. Do you get discounts on pajamas? Yep, you get discounts at Peter Alexander and Glass House. (gasps) I know. That sounds good. I know. Dream job. I should work at Peter Alexander. You should. That'd be fun. Oh, my gosh. 
We can be Peter Alexander chicks together. <laughs> we can totally be that together. Yeah. PJ, it's all day, every day. That sounds amazing. I'd never thought of that as an option. That's brilliant. I know, right? Yeah, you thought this through. You're very <laughs> <Yeah>. sensible. <laughs> what do you think would be the best part of the jobs that you're interested in? Most of the jobs that I'm interested in, I get like a lot of interactions with people. Mm. And I'm also able, I'm not like, I'm not just sitting. I'm yeah. able to move around and kind of do things with myself. Yep. And feel like I'm helping people. Oh, I love it. Rebecca, what was your favorite job that you've had? And what made it good? She worked as my kindy teacher. I reckon that was pretty cool. <laughs> I did. I was Miller's kindergarten teacher for a little while when she was much, much younger. Probably wasn't my favourite job, though. Sorry, Rick. I see how it is. <laughs> I mentioned previously that I um, worked in the child protection sector for a long time before moving to youth justice, and I had one particular job in that space. It was after a fairly big inquiry, mm. a child protection inquiry that happened here in Queensland, and there were a whole set of recommendations that were handed down about how we could improve the child protection system after that, and I got a job as one of the people who were responsible for implementing some of those recommendations. So that was probably a really, really fulfilling time in my career, I think, where I felt like I had a lot of scope to have some impact and and make a difference. I also worked with some really great people mm. at that time who had very different skill sets to me. So I felt like I learnt a lot of different things from a lot of different people. Yeah. Learning is really fun. Mm just finding out new things every day. It's fun to learn new things, but sometimes you need an environment that helps you learn new things. So, Miller, do you think that you need to be moving around to be learning things? Yeah. And having hands-on? Yeah. Yeah. That's, what is it, kinesthetic learning? Where you've got yes. to touch stuff? Yeah. I did an interview with Lisa, who's a teacher, and that's, that's how she said that she learned. She liked to be doing things. Oh, yeah. If mm. I become a teacher, my classroom is going to be decked out. Lots of colour, lots of movement. Yeah. Mm. Lots of sensory stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. We're going to have music. We're going to, like, play movies. I find it really easy to work if I'm listening to music or, like, watching a movie. Ah. I think I need like, two things going at once. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. I don't I don't know why. I don't even think it's that I can't just focus on one thing. It's the fact that I need two things mm. to be able to function. Yeah. Wow. I love that you're starting to get to know your brain. Yeah. Yeah, because it's sometimes really late in the game when you start to learn about your brain and you wish you'd known it's stuff It's been a before. journey. It's been a journey. <laughs> it has. <laughs> What's it been like? But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, guys. Yeah, because we're all learning. But absolutely. Eight years? No, six years. A long time. You've yeah. been trying to work through what your it's brain is. It's been a half minute. <laughs> You're doing great at that now. Yeah. And I think... More and more you're starting to learn who you are and what works for you and putting mm. that in place. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, you totally rock. What about when you leave Youth Justice back? Mm. What do you think people will say about your time there? Oh, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> what a question. I don't know. Uh, part of me thinks that they won't say anything. <laughs> I doubt that's true. I think it is such a fast-moving 
space though you know worker turnover is so high people moving and leaving is something that happens all the time Mm. in that space just due to the nature of of the role I would like to think that I would have had some positive impact on the system more broadly yeah I hope but I don't know I'm I'm not sure what people would say when I leave I reckon you definitely have an impact I cannot see anyone saying anything different to that do you think you'll do it to till you retire please don't (laughs) I don't know I I do think that there is something else for me to try Mm. before I retire I don't know what that is yet probably something that gives a little bit more work-life balance I would love to segue into so I think soon will be the time where I start to think about what that might be for me that's exciting it is exciting yeah because you don't have to just do one thing yeah yeah I think a lot of the time when you're in school you feel like you have to make a choice and that choice is for the rest of your life but it's totally not yeah because you can change any time in between what do you think you'd say to kids who are going into grade 11 and 12 and Mm. thinking about their futures and they think they want to do social work and they want to get involved in child safety, youth justice, they want to be part of the the team that helps. Mm. What kind of advice would you give people? I would probably, and I think I've talked to Mill about this a couple of times because she is a natural carer and giver and looks after other people and I have no doubt will go into a role similar to that. I have kind of encouraged her to travel the world, have that time for yourself, get to know who you are, have those adventures, learn about other cultures, learn about yourself and then come back and and think about what you might be able to contribute more broadly. I think it is a great, it is a great, great job. I would really encourage people to look into it, but I do think that there's that element of looking after yourself as well that I would really encourage first. Yeah. Did you travel? I didn't. No. And I wish I did. So is that your plan, Millie? You're going to go travelling? Yep, with Kate. Nice. We're going to go all around Europe. We're going to take it. a l- oh, we're going to take a geek gap. A geek year. A geek year. <laughs> Leap year, gap year. That's, I think that's it came <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take a gap year and travel around the world. And then come back and work it out. Yeah. Unless you like somewhere and you stay there. I wouldn't mind living in, like, New Zealand. It's beautiful and cooler than I here. Know. It'd be awesome. Mm, I think that's expensive, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But then what isn't? Very true. (laughs) She makes an excellent point. Make an excellent point. Life is expensive. Life is expensive. That's right. But it's also also an adventure to discover different places and different people and how different people live. That's pretty cool. I agree. Mm, I think you guys would make excellent travel companions. Oh, yeah. Mm. Is there anything that I should have asked you about work or life or jobs or anything that I haven't asked you, Miller? Anything you wanted to tell me? I don't actually think so. What do you reckon? Do we cover some stuff? Talk about what you want to be. Yeah. What you want to do. Yeah. How you're going to get there. All those good things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we've covered it then. Well, good stuff. <laughs> Look at us go. Thank you so much for coming to bring your kid to work, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's been lovely. <laughs> Bye, Mila. Bye, Nicole. Bye, Rebecca. Bye, Nicole. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Ciao. Wow. What a fab family we just got to hear from today. 
I think it takes a special kind of person to be a social worker, someone who wants to help others, who has a huge heart and capacity for caring, and someone who wants to make things better in the world for their fellow humans. That's what a social worker is all about. And I just think that it takes a huge amount of effort as well as a bit of a toll on that person because they're caring so much about others, it can kind of deplete them a little bit. Working to make sure that kids are safe, working to make sure kids have help if they're navigating the legal system, if they've gotten themselves in trouble for some reason, is just so important and so hard. And I'm really grateful to people like Rebecca who do that kind of work because it makes our whole world a little bit better and a little bit brighter. So I'm going to pop a whole heap of resources in the blog post. So if you go to www.bringyourkidtowork.com slash blog, you will find all the information there about becoming a social worker and what that means. Because I think we need lots more fab humans like Rebecca to do that kind of work. I'm really excited about next week's episode and I can't wait to join you here again next week. So I'll talk to you then. Bye for now. Bring Your Kid to Work was recorded in Mianjin on the lands of the Jagera and Turrbal people who've been sharing their stories for more than 60,000 years. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Kid to Work. If you haven't already, make sure you give us a review on your podcast player of choice. It helps other people find the show and follow Bring Your Kid to Work and subscribe wherever you're listening now and send your favorite episode to a friend. These stories are too good to keep to ourselves. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Bring Your Kid to Work and on Facebook at Bring Your Kid to Work, the podcast. And did you know you can join the conversation? Join Bring Your Kid to Work Career Conversations community on Facebook for great career tips and conversations about the journey of work, workplace culture, and parenting while working. We're always looking for inspiring guests to be a part of our show. If you have a fab idea for a guest, drop us a line at admin at bringyourkidtowork.com.au or DM us through the socials. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. Bring Your Kid to Work is a Lioness Media production. This episode was produced and edited by me, Nicole Lessio. Our music is composed by Rakuo, with graphics and design by Anastasia Makuka. Follow Bring Your Kid to Work on your podcast player and all the socials and visit bringyourkidtowork.com to see our blog, transcripts from our episodes, and to sign up to our newsletter for the latest updates. Talk to you soon.